Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. My name is Danny Cola. If this is your first time listening, make sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so that you can join me in having some epic conversations that access higher levels of potential with creatives and professionals from all around the globe. Thank you so much for tuning in. My guest today is Maurizio Tangari. He's a fitness coach, entrepreneur, and the creator of the HydroCore water bag. I was excited to connect with Maurizio because of his 25 plus years of experience with unconventional fitness training and how he came up with the idea to create the HydroCore. As a fitness coach, I'm always looking to collaborate with other trainers to learn a thing or two, and Maurizio's story gives me all kinds of motivation, and I hope it does for you as well. The HydroCore water bag is a great tool. It's very versatile and super effective for full body training. The flowing water adds a great dynamic to each movement by forcing your stabilizing muscles to further engage. The bag is so much fun to work with, it teaches your body where your imbalances are, and forces you to correct yourself. Check out the HydroCore bag at onit.com and use promo code DANNYCOLA for 10% off your order. Check out Maurizio on Instagram at unconventional.republic and follow the latest HydroCore flows at hydro.core. Without further ado, here's the podcast with Maurizio. Enjoy the show, everybody. Okay, Mauricio, thank you so much for your time. I was really excited for this today. I'm really excited to pick your brain. It's too dark or you can see me? No, I can see you perfectly. You're a handsome man. <laughs> Absolutely. So what's up, man? How's your day going so far? Good. Just finished teaching online. That's what I'm doing almost every day now, teaching online. Okay, so you're in, yeah, you're in California. Talk to me a little bit about like what you've been going through as far as business-wise, your in-person online training. How's that been going? Well, I mean, uh, it's, it's a necessity. That's what you have to do now, right? You know, soon uh, I, I, I kind of, you know, senses that uh, something was going to happen. It was around probably October, November, because I have a, like my brother-in-law. He is a scientist in Singapore. Okay. He kept me kind of, you know, on the loop of how was situation that side there. Uh-huh. And they told me back then, hey, this shit going to hit the fan there. Oh, so you knew this October 2019. Yeah, October already. He gave me an update. And, you know, and that, I mean, I knew that they're going to be hard. Because, I mean, obviously, he's a scientist. He's a right. DNA. Uh, he does DNA research. And uh, and that was like right before we we, we were supposed to release uh, HydroCore on the market. Oh, wow. <laughs> So I was like kind of, you know, very worried, you know, because everything, you know, business, For sure. cannot teach at the gym anymore. I mean, uh, I was expecting a lockdown back then already. And, uh, and, uh, uh, what happened is, uh, we're supposed to release the bag. I mean, I, I, I've been working so hard on that product and, and you I don't can't know imagine. It was just like scary, you know, yeah, all, for sure. energy invested on the project. But, uh, you know, when we released the product, you know, back then was November, the things, nothing happened yet here it was kind of, you know, the beginning right. the talk, the talk, right? And then, uh, you know, we went sold out all the time and there was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> yeah. it looks like I want to train at home now, right? Yeah, yeah. So then, then I realized, that, okay, I need to find like, you know, a way to switch online and get better on that. Definitely, was- me too. Yeah, everybody, like, you know, they were not prepared for that, right? A lot of trainers, they never thought, oh, let's go online, you know? I mean, online have been always a thing, you know, but more like for program, more like people blog, not yeah. really 
let's work out online. You know? Yeah, the online, uh, the online training format has like morphed. So I started doing some online stuff through True Coach about a couple of years back. And that's a good way of like interacting and like get workout programs, video and doing all that stuff. But I also then transitioned to doing a little bit more one-on-one, like I would just any person in person or doing something in person on the computer. And that also works out too. You know what I mean? It's especially when we do what we do with the unconventional tools, the mace. Now I'm incorporating the hydro core, which is such a unique product, man. And I, before we like, you know, before we go into that uh, and your thoughts about how to invent something like that and the need in the market for something like that, I want to break down a little bit of your background. So you're from Southern Italy. How did you end up in California? Uh, well, uh, so what happened is I met uh, my my wife in Italy. I was I was like in vacation this island in Italy, Sardinia, okay. and my wife there. And she's from the United States. She's she used to live here she, in San Diego. And then uh, you know things happen. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know we we uh, she first she moved to Italy, stayed with me there. It was never my intention to move to US because you know I had very good business there. My family still own the business. It's like a little boutique hotel, like really like ten room, nothing fancy, nothing crazy. Uh-huh. But, you know, it was pretty good. You know, doing amazing job working on muscle year long. We just used to come here like three months a year or something like that. Mm. Uh, back then, I mean, I would be, I would been like, you know, interested on different uh, way to work out and training. But mostly, you know, my background is uh, uh, windsurfing, kitesurfing. I used to compete professionally in this type of competition. First, oh, windsurfing okay. as a kid, then I kind of, you know, evolved in kitesurfing. And uh, my workout was always at the beach. I never went really to the gym. I mean, probably I can count, you know, I don't know, 20 times, you know, I was doing that stuff. Always like in the water, winter, I didn't care the weather, the cold, I didn't care about anything. And if I had to do some type of workout, it was always at the beach, like, you know, body weight, running, sandbag, talking about like, you know, 20, 30 years ago, you know. So it was kind of very like a, a, a body weight calisthenics related, but nothing like uh, more uh, complex, you know, like push up, pull up. Yeah, calisthenics for sure. Yeah, calisthenics, but very simple, you know. And um, so I started getting interest on functional training because I had like this shoulder injury. It was more like, you know, epicondylate and the discomfort in the shoulder, very strong discomfort. You know, when you sleep, you cannot sleep, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Just like annoying, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the doctor told me, "Oh, you got to do a surgery, your shoulder rest, blah blah." And you know, I mean, you know, you know the feeling, right? You know, when you train your entire life, you compete, and then you say rest, and then you, you know, yeah, right, you can't do it. You know, so that's why that's the problem. You know, athletes, you know, they end up the career completely destroyed because they sure. don't, you know, they don't know take care, or they they know just like about surgery because what doctor tell you, right? So uh, I got interested about functional training, so doing like Turkish get up galore. I, f- I found out about kettlebell. So this uh, dude like doing Turkish get up said, oh, this looks interesting. Oh. Right? <laughs> I, you know, I never seen people standing up from the ground with, uh, I mean, 100 kilo, like amazing, you know, lifting a person like on one arm. It was cr- I, mean, I mean, I'm talking back then like about Russia. There was not this, uh, yet the, uh, it was not big kettlebell. It was like a sport around, you know. Mm. And the dragon door just opened the door towards, you know, 
to the fitness industry with cowbell was like Pavel. So I ordered this cassette. I'm talking about cassette, <laughs> like you know, <laughs> yeah, VH, VHS, yeah, VHS of Pavel with a book. <laughs> he was playing. Yeah, but he's so. the he's the original man, Pavel Tatsuli. Oh, yeah. Obviously, yeah. the the OG yeah. when it comes to the bell, yeah. Yeah, it's the deal, right? You know, so back then I was looking at him like the snatches and things like that. But already like Dragon Door, you know, he was a Dragon Door, so it was like going more commercial. Like let's let's get more people in this this thing, right? Like the fitness industry need a, mm -hmm. a fresh start, right? It was kind totally. of the thing. And then you know, uh, start doing like different style, like you know, Pavel, and then more Russian style. I said, oh, the Russian style looks more interesting to me, more like fluid, more smooth, right? More using the mechanic than mm -hmm. like, I didn't need more stress in my shoulder. That's why I said it needs something right. smooth, more right. control, right? Yeah. Restorative. And, yeah, exactly. So I did like uh, this Turkish get up for months. Man, I'm not kidding. I did like for like three months. The only thing I was doing like Turkish get up. And man, the shoulder was getting stronger and more stable. And the, the pain, obviously, my elbow went away because, you know, I mean, I didn't work anymore at this angle here in tension, but it was more like, you know, extending yeah. and keep or controlling the shoulder. Man, pain went away. So I said, man, this is the right way to go. I mean, start figuring out other tools. Like, uh, then back then, I started doing like more, uh, uh, I don't know if you remember, tactical fitness. Uh, it was like, you know, more military-related calisthenic stuff, you know. Yeah, I, I don't recall, but I, I, I give it. Well, I give well, I mean, tactical fitness back then was uh, uh, what like evolved now in uh, Animal Flow and evolved in Ido Portal, right? Ah, back okay. Then, more like, you know, uh, jiu-jitsu related, more sambo related, military training. So, you know, all the sit-through, now people, the only things they do all day is sit-through, right? Right, right. So sit-through, the lateral <laughs> kick-throughs, it's the best. Yeah, sit-through, <laughs> tripod, you know, all this type yeah. of movement there. Yeah. Between those things back then, which, man, I realized like a lack of flexibility and mobility in my body was just crazy. It was just like, yeah. fuck, this thing is, is, is just crazy. You know, it's so challenging, but so interesting. It feels so good. But back, going back, you know, the way I end up here is because uh, uh, the, this time frame was going back and forth. I mean, never had the intention to become a fitness trainer. I was just like discovering new way to work sure. out, to sure. better. Yeah. Or do and for better unloading my body it was thinking man this is so good 100 uh, yeah when i came here i i found out this dude ex navy seal and uh he, he was doing bulgarian bag but i will start doing bulgarian bag in Italy, you know but when i came here i kind of see oh there's a dude here that's bulgarian bag like, let's let's connect Steve okay Navid. Interesting. And, uh, so, so in Italy, in Italy, because I guess so. My I grew up in Italian family. We you yeah. know, they came to the United States. My father came to the United States in like late '80s, and yeah. like we got into soccer right away. So, but but fitness and lifting weights and I, it was never anything that I got translated from my family. You know, that's kind of something I stumbled upon in the United States. So you already had this unconventional style background for the last thirty years before you come. Oh, to yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. So that's I mean, that that's badass. I think that's really cool because I feel like uh the fitness industry in Italy is not necessarily like something that's super mainstream, would you say? Uh well, I mean everything happened in Italy, I mean in Europe, you know, it just uh, we we kind of translate whatever happened in the US. You know, the sure. rest of the world is like, you know, keep an eye on USA and everything, right? Mm. 
So I, I, I cannot, I can't, I can't say, you know, there was a thing fitness back then, you know, everything like discovered was like five years, 10 years coming in Italy, retransformed, recustomized for yeah. the crowd. Yeah. And always have been like that. I, I mean, I'm not the kind of guy that go chasing, you know, the new things happening. I don't freaking care. I'm, yeah. I'm looking for what it works for me. I like yeah. it. Oh, I never search for diet or things like that. Uh, my uh, pasta from mama, there was the thing, <laughs> feel the thing. Yeah, oh. it just so happens that the stuff that you've been into the last 30 years is becoming some of the new craze in the fitness industry. Like you just said, everyone's doing the damn sit through and the kick throughs and everyone's yeah. stumbling upon yeah. this movement. And, you know, on it is, has a big deal to do with that too. They're making everything cool, you know, and it's attracting guys yeah. little by little. Yeah, but you know when you feel like the dude in the, in the let's say uh, the, the let me say the, the 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 wrong place you know at the wrong place like you know this is not the right moment you mm. know like too much forward thinking too much forward yeah. I always had that feeling around me I always was like that like with the weirdo and then now yeah. I see back my town where I started I remember when I see all oh, this freaking shit work I love it I love it so I built it this big like you know uh, a boot camp area on the beach because in Italy it's not free, you know, they can put stuff on the beach, it's not like mm -hmm. a lot of regulation like here. So I asked a permit and then I built this big structure like, you know, in Venice, like, you know, huge to people hang, old school, old school, things they used to do like during, before the war, right? That's like, awesome. Is it still there? Find me. No, they remove it, you know, unfortunately. And uh, so I started being distinctive. Man, I started getting attention from, you know, a trainer in Italy. There was, I'm talking about like, you know, Facebook, you know, start going more viral. People yeah. look at each other, spying each other, right? So uh, I was doing that. This boot camp, I called the place like the house of pain. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody coming there going to feel the pain. So it was fun because... Uh, moving shit around slamming going swimming in the water yeah i was just gonna say being outside on the beach like oh, that man. oh god brutal. that sounds like the best yeah it was brutal but you know back then it was just like you know you had the strength you had the, no information but you had like you know the passion right and, and like beating the shit out of each other all the time yeah. and it looked like you know these people are crazy but you know slowly people start getting close say oh man this is cool uh, can i work out with you blah blah then you know i had to move to us and uh, all the crowd that i had around there is interesting because now it's so fucking big there like all the animal flow i was doing there all the kettlebell this i mean i'm, I'm glad you know because this, this guy that he was so passionate he always was me a little kid but now you have a gym in italy you have like you know other people training with him you know i kind of yeah. left a legacy you know what i'm saying there yeah, you know for sure it was not intentional, obviously, but, you know, because this dude had the passion and then he followed up with me all the time. And now he's, he's so, so successful in my hometown, you know, every time I go there, I'm so glad that there's something to It's fantastic. Into. I'm so glad too. And that's another reason why I was excited because I never get like the opportunity to tie in my fitness passion with my Italian culture. Never. It's always tied to like soccer and it's tied to eating and, and yeah. coffee and, and, you know, maybe business, but never really like fitness and especially this kind of stuff that we're embarking on. And I'm glad it's happening in Italy because the entire world right now is in need of something to keep them healthy for something Oops. different, something interesting, something new, to take care of their body internally, like, a, you know, on it. And a lot of these fitness people now are doing, and part of my niche too, is this restorative practice to go inward 
and do that type of work because it has a positive effect individually and then it can be more in like a team and then has a positive effect on a community wouldn't you say yeah absolutely man i mean i mean i'm all all on that you know i mean uh, leaving some kind of impact on people right yes. you know and you know the, you know the thing you know i was talking with a friend the other day and then <laughs> it's funny that you know this guy called me guru like fitness guru and <laughs> you know it's like the first time someone called me like that to say and i say it was a kind of you know weird right you know and they and they look uh, what what you mean? Say that's what you are. I mean, you have to think about that, you know, because sure. people look you like that and never like you know uh, like uh, I hate label myself as something, you know, like oh I'm a professional. I'm this. with you. I'm with you. I have trouble with that. Yeah, but you know, people now start calling me for advice about fitness product, advice right. about oh. You know, how to develop better, you know, be a better trainers or mentoring them. It's so weird because, man, I cannot get used to, you know, to this thing, this attention, which I'm not a guy that like, you know, uh, think myself in that way. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird, but you know what, dude? It's powerful as hell. Like here you are, like with your words and your just natural demeanor having a positive effect on another human being that has an and that individual will have an effect on a thousand other people and that Absolutely. type of thing just fucking morphs you know it's this, it's this crazy webbing that we're all connected to and it, it does fire me up about this this profession and that's why i do stuff like podcasting and pick the brain of a guy like you who's kind of gone through so much and then i can relate it to my story and the clients that i have and you know i'm using your product and the people fucking love it i you know i love it it's something so unique the mace the club the kettlebell it, it's so fun and, and just like you your shoulder getting better just from doing turkish get-ups i'm getting a world of positive Positive result with my clients in person and my clients online and there's something to that and it should be talked about especially in a time like this where people need it the most absolutely absolutely yeah. you know what is interesting because you know uh, obviously not last summer two two summer ago uh, you see i'm like, talking about the impact and things that you don't realize sometimes how you can impact people life yeah doing a little thing for them you can yeah. switch another direction a person you know and then when I went to Italy like two summer ago, I mean this this guy, I mean probably he's thirty years old or something like that. I'm in my fifty now, okay. And uh, yeah, you look great, by the by the way, man. You're fucking jacked. And I'm really, he, I'm, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. So and then he told me, hey, you remember me? He said, I'm sorry, I don't remember. I was at the beach, you know, with with the, with the family friend. You know, when I go there, I always go to this uh, windsurfing school where I grow and you know, and then yeah. I, I was teaching windsurfing back then, kite surfing. And then he told me, oh, I was a little kid, you know, you told me uh, uh, windsurfing, you know, uh, the entire summer. I was here with my parents, with the little van, RV here on the beach. And I said, man, I'm sorry, I don't remember, I don't recall, because I, I don't know, I probably te teach like windsurf thousands of people in my career. Right? Yeah. That when I was like 13, teaching, 13 years old. And then he, the, the dude told me, man, now I'm doing competition, you know, world-class stuff, you know, thanks to you. I'm so glad you drove, you dragged me. And then he told me the story that I forced it. It was like a little kid, like, you know, like, <laughs> eight you years old, 10, yeah, something like that. And then uh, I kind of, you know, was seeing this kid just playing at the beach, doing nothing, get bored. And, and I said, man, come on, come in. And then I forced him to learn, you know. 
And it's like crazy to think about, you know, how it really can impact people's life. And this person, like you say, impact other people's life. It's like a, a domino effect, right? I mean, totally. Spread around. At the end, you don't realize that the little thing you did it, you just went over on the wall. It's just good. Good and bad too. Like an, another uh, thing I'm like obsessed with trying to pay attention to is like how the unconscious thought patterns that turn into behaviors affect people negatively that keep in fact impacting you in a negative way too, because it's unconscious patterns. So yeah, it's po very powerful. And I guess the more experience that I have, the more conversations I have, the more I realize these type of patterns. And it's very, Absolutely. very interesting. I love life. Now, I mean, I've always had an inclination to love life, but like as I get older and I learn about this shit, it's like, oh, this pattern keeps replaying. And once you have the awareness of it, you can use it as you keep going in your, down your journey. Yeah, and it's so it's so simple sometimes to be nice to people. It's so simple. Listen to people. That's why it's something that kind of you know for me is a kind of a something that uh, uh when i released hydrocore and then i saw that was so blessed and so good and you know even when people they were doing bad you know i start doing like you know things online even for free for some people you know to, just to keep them motivated yeah. imagine my Italy, three months lockdown man that's a serious shit i know my so my dad lives in well he was living in rome for a while and now he lives in body we're from southern italy so okay. he lives out he lives down there now and, and it does Oh, get out. Awesome. Where, um, so yeah, cool. My dad, your dad from body. What part of body? Uh, he's, I mean, he's, he was born in body during the fashion, during Mussolini. He was there, you know, and lived all the entire life there. But, uh, and then he met my wife more, more north. Like, yes, there's a little town in the spur of, uh, yeah, I was it, looking it up. I was trying to find it. It's a little bit up further north from Puglia. Is it yeah. still in Puglia technically? Yeah, yes, Puglia is the edge, you know, because, I mean, it's Puglia considered south, but where we live is, is more like a technical, you know, uh, center, you know what I'm saying? Yes, but, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's trip. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, so he was down there, and I understand, like, he was locked down, and still, like, the precautions and, and the measures down there were pretty strict. Um, uh, but, yeah, so talk, talk to me a little bit about, like, some of your morning routine, some of the things that you like to do that carried over from being in, uh, and living a lot of your life in Italy. Do you do the espresso? Is it stereotypical for me to ask that? What, what are your thoughts? Espresso, you know, I mean, there is no day. I'm trying to, like, you know, save money to buy the best coffee machine in the world. <laughs> yeah, so are we. We're <laughs> uh, talking about that. You know how fixated are we? We're about to espresso, right, coffee, right? Yeah. And it's uh, funny that you say that. Because there's a guy I train like two times a week with Hydrocore, and he's so fascinated by the Italian culture. He asks me always about, you know, the coffee. What, what do you think about this? He bring me coffee and he say, "Oh, look yeah. at this coffee." Yeah, it's fun. It's fun, right? It's fun. Italians have. So, I mean, I think any type of, you know, probably, you know, population of his own routine, but who are so into espresso? Yeah, and we're so passionate about it too. And another thing is like. Um, you know, so I'm my my parents. They came here. My, my dad came here in the in in the United States in the late '80s, and you know I'm American now. And like we're second now, we're gonna have another generation of kids that are American, and they're not gonna know what like my Italian grandmas were like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're not gonna know the hardcore people that came down here in the '40s and the '50s and the that, you know that built Chicago what it is today. Same thing with New York and the Italians in Toronto. It's like that generation's kind of like dying out, and to revisit the Italian culture and the heritage to me is super important, and I love it. Absolutely, I mean, stay connected with the 
your roots, you know, know you are who you are, where yeah. you come. So important to uh, understand your your history, the history of your of grandpa. I mean, I, I mean, I'm a big fan of my grandfather from my from my uh, uh, mom's side. Mm-hmm. I mean, he met my grandpa from my dad's side from Bari. Uh, I had no chance to meet him. So what's the other what's the other part of Italy? Are you from? Uh, so Bieste is like more north uh, right. of a body. And uh, he was like, you know, just, uh, he worked like during the war, in, he went in Germany, you know, went to war and then he lived in Boston. Mm. I mean, he went, he was probably the person that inspired me more because of his history, the way when he, I, I mean, I was fascinated listening to him talking about this trip, yes. what he was doing, the struggle. He was the only one because he had like, you know, probably seven brother and sister. And every one of them was born in U.S. because my great-grandfather, he already moved here. Ah, but okay. he, one that came back to my town, he got married. And because it was the war and the struggle, he came back to U.S. again. He left the family in Italy to work, but he couldn't do that. He just came back again and decided to stay in my town in Italy instead of, uh, of staying for good there. Because back then, I mean, it was easy. Uh, go there, you build another family, you have two families, one yeah. and it was just like part of life. That's what it was. And slow, slowly you have to pick one, right? Which one going to fade away, which one you're going to keep like, you know, staying together. And, uh, you know, he saw that doing a lot of his friend, you know, from his own town, just moved there to say, hey, what about the family there? So, man, it's nothing I can do. I mean, now I'm here, you know, I mean, they have to kind of, you know, uh, do their own things, right? Uh, so, but he was inspiring in a sense, you know, man of morals, you know, integrity. And, uh, he told, he told me, it was the person he told me, man, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> when, I was, <laughs> when I was 16, man, he's, I mean, I no money for school, you know, what I got to do in a small town, South Italy, 16 years old, no future, no, what are you going to do? I mean, and yeah. then he man, yeah. start traveling, start traveling the world, learn a new language, experience, you know? Yeah. What are you going to do there? So he kind of, you know, pushed me out from the That's nest. Great. You, know, you know how Italian people are like to stay with mom, like till 40, you know, it was totally. kind of weird out. Also my friend, the 16, out of the house in Italy, you know how is that? They were 40, they still live with mama, you know? It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's interesting because I, I feel like all the motivated Italians are in the United States already. Like they're, they're making shit happen, you know? Um, Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, dude. And that's good because, you know, I, I have great relationship with my grandfather on my mother's side as well. He's from he was from Bari and then he moved to the United States. Well, he went to Venezuela first, then okay. to the United States, and he was a barber and he followed okay. his he followed his father, who was a tailor. So, yeah. And, and then little by little, like that work ethic, that installation kind of you see that happen. It's like, OK, that's what I got to do. So it has a great effect on you. It has. A, and that's another reason why I'm so passionate about talking about uh, how, you know, mentorship and how that can have an, a, a real positive effect, but really on a higher level within the family, the grandfather to the father, to the mother, the relationship with the mother and how that has a role on the, the, the spouse that you end up finding later on, you know, all this stuff gets passed on. And I feel like a lot of people know it, but they don't know it, you know, and they still, a lot of people make unconscious bad decisions and, you know, us too, but it's, it has such a, big effect on the way we develop and grow yeah 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 i mean uh, that's what it is you know we get we we get influence from you know whatever we have around behavior yeah. 
or uh, your mom uh, treat your dad or your dad treat your mom and things like that. It's like, imagine we can get influenced so easy, so quick about just like, you know, looking something and just thinking for the shit, a song, for example, mm-hmm. and think about a song all day. So imagine something that you have in front of you for years. How can it impact you for the rest of your life? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you have a shitty song in your head for the rest of the day because it's just a guy at the radio next to the stoplight was playing. And then imagine like to see, I don't know, bad behavior around your uh, home environment. How can it affect for the rest of your life? This is I know, so man. I know, I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. So let's get down to the the details. How did you come up with this idea of making this hydro core? I so it's such an interesting uh, tool. Uh, I'm I'm using it every week. Uh, it's been it's been fun to kind of get to know it. I see your videos. You're doing some crazy shit with it. So talk to me about like where the hell did that come from? <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, the, the first thing was, uh, you know, uh, then when I told, you know, going back, you know, when I met the Navy SEAL here, you know, he got more involved in fitness because he saw my passion, you know, but they say, you know, you want to uh, get more involved and things like that. And I was still in like working in Italy. So I called him out in Italy, you know, for a workshop, this big dude, Navy SEAL, super fit, you know, it was kicked the shit out of us for, for a week, you know, <laughs> yeah. on the beach. Yeah. Uh, we got all the Bulgarian bag, me, my friend. And, and then he saw my passion and said, hey, you want to get involved, learn more? I said, okay, I mean, just start learning more stuff. You know, it was just inside, like, a, 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 a doing things by my own, so more like in education. But, you know, when uh, we came to U.S., we got married, you know, going back and forth, we decided to have the baby here. And my baby was, was born in U.S. with a heart problem. So... Because, uh, you know, coming from a little town in Italy, you had no, uh, you know, medical assistance there, mm-hmm. the hospital, nothing. So we decided to stay here. So I said, man, this, we, don't, we didn't know what it was, to be honest. So, but, you know, uh, but anyway, we decided to stay here and take care of the thing. So I give up my job there in Italy, say, hey, let's reinvent the wheel. So I did so many times in my life, you know, I'm not scared to do it again. again. Yeah. And then, I mean, obviously for a good reason. You know, for sure. And, uh, and then I say, okay, maybe the fitness industry is a good way to start here. You know, so thanks my my friend. You know, started like working with him. He helped me out. You know, he got me involved in the suplex system, which was like the Bulgarian mix stuff. Getting certified, we start doing workshop together all over the world. And uh, and uh, you know, I mean, I was doing the job. You know, also you know, side uh, was doing like cleaning people houses. You know, to make making it mind. work. Yeah, yeah making it right. You know, I was doing that in my my uh, bed and breakfast in Italy, so I was not afraid to get my hand dirty. You know, and any job. I mean, I've always been doing when I was taking your you know, taking your skills and making fucking some resource out of it. That's that's the mentality that I'm talking about. I want to capture that shit. Absolutely, I was. I mean, always from 16 years old traveling. You never been, you know, and then always like you know, invent any job was good. I'm packing something, loading a truck. You know. Swiping a barber shop, uh, a place, you know, I was doing uh, whatever oh, yeah. it was and doing. Uh, but you know, one thing that you know, my 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 grandpa told me said, always be nice to people. Always be nice to people because if you're nice to people, that means a place to sleep and food. So people they say, oh, man, you want to sleep? You want to crash my place? You want a free meal? You know, if you're nice, if you're an asshole, you know, want an asshole sleep in this buying you a meal, right? right. But you know. And, you know, being here, 
uh, Bulgarian bag things, get involved in the Bulgarian bag, but a uh, tool that I love. It. I want to bring everywhere. I try to bring somewhere sometimes. It didn't work. <laughs> How many Bulgarian bags I left behind in Mexico? I left it to Hawaii. I left to every destination I went because I was excited to bring it, not excited to bring back. How do you do that? You just check it separately or what? What's that? You just check the bag separately on the airplane or what? How does that work? Carrying with me because, you know, uh, it was impossible to pack. I mean, just like a, a small one is seven kilo, like 17 pounds. Yeah. It's a it's weight of a, 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 a luggage or mostly like sure. carry on. Yeah, for sure. Seven, seven kilo do nothing. You know, bring a seven kilo bag for me using the bag was nothing. Uh, so I was going to bring like 27 uh, pounds, you know, like 12 kilo. And they want to like carrying this thing. People don't know the, the major TSA looking at you. Yeah, you know, right. <laughs> baby steel on your shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> baby like, steel. yeah. It was ridiculous at some point. You know, it was like looking ridiculous carrying the shit here and then the, the luggage, you know, yeah. and then baby, you know, also with the baby, the stroller thing, say, man, forget about it. But, you know, not just the, the, the point, you know, traveling with a tool you love. I mean, how many times you say, I want to bring my mates or kettlebell, whatever right. I go. Right. This, Ass, you know, probably you tried. It didn't really work out pretty yeah, well. Right? I, I've never tried it. I thought about it, but uh, bringing the steel mace, it just looks too much like a weapon. I mean, oh, man. that'll uh, never work. I uh, think Joe, Joe Rogan takes the kettlebell with him in a bowling ball bag, which I think is interesting. Yeah, I mean, that's that, yeah, that's a good idea, you know, to do that. But uh, uh, so for uh, not just the fact to say, hey, man, look at people love the Bulgarian bag. They want to bring it, they can. So. But also for the, the educational standing point, it was hard to develop education because, I mean, remember with the kettlebell, nobody had kettlebell in the gym back then, at the right. beginning, but, right. you know, years ago, something like that. Uh, I mean, uh, so every time they organize a workshop, you have to buy the kettlebell. Who want to buy a product that you don't know how to use it? So it was very hard to make kettlebell big because nobody had kettlebell, right? Yeah. So again... I say, hey, we fly easy, you know, make more available or logistically have the bag on site, you know, maybe it's easy to develop education, means more training, more people using, more sale, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so I got the vision to to make like, you know, a, a bag. Uh, before I was thinking like, oh, put the sand, remove the sand, put the sand. It was a pain in the ass. You know, with the sand bag. The sand yeah, it's a, yeah, once the sand is in, that's it. I'm not fucking with that shit anymore. <laughs> exactly. You don't remove it. It's just a, right. a main you will remove the sand, adjust the sand. When you say right. nobody, so I say the water makes makes sense, you know. But I have no freaking idea to put the water in the bag because again, I was thinking about the bag, the, the Bulgarian bag, the way it look now, right? You know, leather, right? It's never this dead design there, right? Yeah, right. So uh, not the design. I'm saying like you know the material and everything. Yes, yeah. So, not thinking about uh, uh, re designed completely in a way that changed material, changed everything. So back then, you know, I, I told the guy over the Bulgarian bag, he said he was not interested, you know, and then I decided to kind of, you know, put an effort to build this prototype. And uh, I used the same material of, uh, of uh, you know, floaty, let's say, like, you know, before the first one, and then I used the same uh, kind of you know, concept uh, technology of the zodiac the navy seal zodiac you know like the same kind of you know valve and, and you know glue mm -hmm. and uh, uh, the heating uh, to heat the part together and everything 
and you know when i did the first the first one it was horrible obviously you know we did went through like 17 different prototypes to have one that was holy good. shit that's yeah, a lot very hard i'm talking about in two years time frame or a little bit more so it was hard to but you know again you have the product but uh, you have to understand how to use it because it doesn't mean because i invented you know i know how to use it totally so you know you think a way to understand about the concept of the water and then probably you saw it you know i mean if you don't have it in your hand okay you kind of vision right you're a trainer right you know right. you kind of okay but when you have it in your hand say oh fuck this is <laughs> this is different sure. what i was thinking right you know and imagine me as a you know and again the the the, the I, I don't want to say like you know the wrong time the right place but the wrong time right again you sure, know because sure. you know doing that nobody understand what, I, what was my vision my idea uh, people around uh, you know just saying oh this looks stupid we're gonna get a thing with water inside you know uh, a fitness company or trainers you know so i kind of to detach from their mentality of the fitness totally. and i had to kind of go my own explore more like you know with the people they understand about the instability about you know spine uh, health uh, imbalanced muscles all that shit like that so I was I was interviewing doctors i was interviewing like you know people they 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 kind of you know they do it on a daily basis using like tools they kind of make people move better so that opened kind of you know my uh, uh, brain more to understand yeah. more about language and environment so and uh, i saw that don't need like spins, nah, armature, crazy sh shit we used to do with Bulgari bag. Just a simple carry on was uh, making people feel better. And then the feedback I had from doctor. So at the beginning, I say, oh, maybe the fitness industry is the wrong direction. I want to go towards you know the medical industry, things like that. But they loved it. All the feedback was amazing. Uh, uh, and then when I start developing also more movement and understanding, I say, okay, also fitness people can benefit from that, right? Totally. I didn't want people think is a Bulgarian bag with water. That was not my intention. You know, just make it easy to bring. Okay, it's fine. It's cool, right? You can bring your bag around the world, but let's making something more interesting. People that can really benefit on a daily basis, not just like you know spinning around or loading, like unload using the the feedback of the water. And I mean, probably you using use quite a little bit now. You see how the water give the kind of feedback all the time. You know, always, always. That's the. That's actually the first thing I recognized. I recognized like, okay, you listen and feel the water where it is when you do the movements, and this way you kind of get an idea of what type of imbalance that you're automatically happening. Oh, okay, shift it back, and then you do it naturally. You don't even have to think about it. Your body just starts to align itself back up because you don't want to feel the imbalance anymore. Yeah, and, and you know, I was doing like some experiment also with people that like the stability problem, like more like the higher demographic. And the feedback was amazing, man. These people like right away, like putting just a bag on the shoulder or one shoulder, or like you know, if you see like sometimes attached to the hips, you know, with the jujitsu belt, closing the eyes, walking around, man, mm -hmm. removing the bag, moving better. Just like a little feedback it was so so realistic, so quick that people say, "Oh man, uh, I didn't realize I was slouchy. I didn't realize my shoulder was lower." I didn't realize, you know, I had a problem, you know, with my hips. It was just crazy. So that's why, you know, the way I develop now more the education is uh, 
let using people the bag in a different way to move better, to understand better how uh, appropriate load themselves. And then obviously we go towards movement that you know everybody's seeing like the spins, the armature and things like that. But it's not that the main goal, you know, that's right. why the fun important, you know, uh, to understand what's behind all this concept here. Yeah, and I'm interested in learning a little bit more about that. And hopefully this is not the last time we talk. And you know, Absolutely. in the future we go into a little bit more detail on how to use it. What are some of the fundamentals? I really, really like how you've been doing it with, so like they have the, the black handles with the ball, yeah. attached, but you could also remove those and yeah. the bag as is and, you know, do kind of clean snatch type of presses and, and hold it in different ways, whether it's with the arms up or towards you or around your neck or however, like you guys are using it in so many different ways. It's really. Yeah. Uh, for example, just with the handle, I mean, I spent probably the the, the, uh, the first hour of the workshop or when I teach people, I don't even touch the bag. We just go with the handle. We just go with the handles first. Understand it, grip strength, grip strength, I work, why the design of the handle and everything. Yeah. So many different things from mobility to release like stress from, you know, yeah. a trigger point, whatever you, whatever you want to do, you name it. You know, there's a full workout you can do also the handle you know also for coordination i mean sure. see like, spin people do with the spin with the bag right right i mean i use this movement here with a handle to start building the coordination yeah to give a feedback to your brain but yep. also start understanding how breathing patterns work during this movement so you know just like starting lubricating your joint your shoulder activating like you know your core because doing this most of people will be doing start doing this right 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 hyperextension or like leaning forward absolutely and just for listen just for listeners yeah. hold on real quick just for listeners he was doing a halo motion with the uh the handles of the hydro bag so he was doing a halo movement uh and showing how he can use that as far as like yeah. a mobility enhancer and that's i mean i want to give a tool that you know trainers people in the house can use in so many different ways you oh, know yeah. easy to 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 master, you know what I'm saying? Not intimidating, and that's you know we get a lot of good feedback also for from kids. They love it, you know. I mean, I think about it. I mean, athletic performance for kids. You start like probably six, eight years old totally. to ten, fifteen. I mean, there's not a lot of tools they can use. You're gonna give a kettlebell, a barbell, and mace to a little kid, right? Right. right. So, right. but a hydro bag, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's why we are designing now a smaller version. So we're making like a little oh. smaller. Yeah, because we have a lot of requests from parents. They love the kids. The kids spill the bag to the parents. They want to spin around because he's silly. The water moving around is fun to use it. Uh, slam to the ground, slam on the feet, on the head. And nothing happened. That's why I say, oh man, this is a cool, the coolest tool. My kids, they just want to use this. Yeah, you bro. Know? For sure. My kids, I don't, I don't have kids my, yet, but my, my, my clients who are kids fucking love it, man. Yeah. Uh, and it, yeah, I guess, I guess it's just one of those things that, um, it's, it's not as intimidating. Like you said, it's a little bit more of like, Oh wait, fitness has this kind of feel to it as well. And it's not just heavy rah, rah, rah type all the time. It's got this restorative concept to it. It's got this coordination aspect to it, especially kids growing in their developmental stages. They have to do all these different kinds of movements to sharpen their neurons for sure. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, so you're making a kids version, a smaller one. When is yeah. that going to hit the market? 
Uh, well, we're working on that because uh, we just signed a contract distribution in Asia. So okay. not, we start distributing the bags soon all over Asia. The logistic will be in Hong Kong. Uh, so from there, we will, you know, shipping all over Asia, possibly Australia. We make it easy to ship the bag in Australia. Also, shipping cost is a big deal here from US. Uh, it costs like in Europe $70, which is a lot. The bag mm. costs like almost half of the cost of the bag. Right. Uh, so, uh, and, and uh, so there we're going to have a hydrocore version of, you know, on it, just brand the hydrocore, be water. And uh, there we're going to build uh, the small version also because the the smaller. <laughs> so that's another right. reason why we're going to build, build the small version. And uh, I think probably, you know, in the next two months, three months, we're going to have that and spread the pair around. Uh, everywhere awesome. yeah we we also uh, probably going to start distribution also in europe we had a conversation with a good distributor in europe so we're going to make uh you know available more in europe and that's the thing you know we didn't spread a lot the product yet because of shipping costs mm. uh, because of the pandemic but because of shipping costs i mean most of people don't buy because uh, you know as a pain about say 70 dollars shipping costs totally of you i like the product but you know it's 70 dollars you know what i'm saying so yeah you can't put yeah. a price on health and wellness bro <laughs> yeah but you no, know, i get it i get it i get it but when they start using you know they see the benefit they don't freaking care anymore you know 100%. i mean most people order like three four no big deal you know even for australia you know with yeah but that you know again you know this is what i would say i agree completely with you you cannot put a price on, on your health right yeah, that's the one thing I use a lot. It's like you either pay that type of premium now or you pay it on the back end with, you know, doctor bills and doctor visits and surgeries and all types of shit. Like if you keep your shoulders mobile, your spine balanced and strong, like you're saving yourself a world of pain and you can age gracefully, you can be creative. And once you understand the balance between being restorative and a little bit more intense, like you can really be optimal, live optimal. That so that's a great segue. How did you guys get in touch with Onnit, Aubrey Marcus, and, and all of them, and how did that relationship start to develop? Uh, uh, yeah, because uh, I was a friend with John Wall. You know, John oh. Wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we used to do tactical fitness. I mentioned before, uh, and uh, back then, you know, I mean, it was a kind of group of uh, uh, people. Again, it was I was not really into fitness back then. I was just like interested on that concept. Yeah. To want more to use my body, and uh, so I was in, in Italy and I organized a couple of events for tactical fitness in Capri Island in Italy. And uh, John was in, in, in charge of uh, uh, director of uh, tactical fitness in, in USA. So when I came to USA, I went to visit him. You know, I know like uh, uh, the people. You know, they 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 were connected with, with tactical fitness, and uh, um, uh, so. After a while, I kind of, you know, uh, got out from that uh, training system, not because of the training system. I'm still using, you know, everything, you know, I know about that uh, because of the environment. I didn't like it anymore. It was so judgmental, so critical, mm. so a lot of, you know, internal politics, what you can do, what you can say, where, when, how you can use the brand. Sounds was like corporate America to me. Well, I mean, it, it was using really uh, something that was so weird for me, you know. I mean, I'm so passionate, you know, 
I can't even mention that link. I mean, I was doing like a, a workshop or, or talking to people in my gym. You can even put the name that your fitness on the door because they say, oh, you can't because we spread them. I mean, it was like just ridiculous, right? Right, right, right. So, too, too much pressure. You don't need to have yeah, too much wa wasted energy. But more than that was uh, uh, how judgment. I mean, you see that probably all the time. People are called the other people out because because they don't do what they're doing. You know, oh, for sure, for sure. It's crazy. You know, I mean, where do you start it? You started somewhere. You don't know how to move your body, do a perfect Turkish get up or snatch or whatever, right? Right. And the person that you know is the 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 call, call uh, uh, specialist. They, they this name they like to call themselves specialists, right? Uh, you know, uh, uh, they always judging. They say, "Oh, this is shit. I dare you yeah. to do that." Man, yeah. I have to start. You know, people with passion like to share or probably get advice instead of put like you know on, on the wall on the spot and, and intimidate totally. it. Totally. So it, it happened all the time. It happened with CrossFit and I don't know now any any kind of system. You know, I mean, just last week a person with the with the strong first, a friend of mine, she she posted something about the Turkish get up. A bunch of strong fist people, you know. Oh, if you want to learn, you know, better you start doing strong fist. I say, man, fuck you, you know. I yeah, mean, I think far, you know. I mean, instead of give advice, you know, just like let's start to understand your system, my system. Sure, let's, let's have a conversation. Let's not talk shit right away. Just because it's not yours is not good, you know. So, well, so crazy. But you know, also John Wolf he pulled himself out because he wanted more space for back then. He was a doing like more easy cowbell style stuff and he decided to stop and uh, then he, he, he decided to move to texas and when i, I was in contact with him and say hey where are you just like two friends talking and then he say oh i'm moving to texas I say what are you in texas I say oh we're going this on it there's a company called on it that you know they want to do like education they want to uh, put more education online. They sell supplement. Back then, so we're fucking is on. Then idea was on. <laughs> you know, say okay, man. I've been through too well. You know, it looks like interesting things. You can have more like opportunity for yourself for what you're doing and things like that. So it's kind of you know reinvented the wheel sure. around. Yeah. And uh, we've just been in touch. You know, he came to visit me sometimes because he had like some mastermind going on in San Diego, and. Uh, then always meeting so you follow kind of the process since it was a prototype till you know developing you know something that was working better you know but it was not on it was no intention of, of putting on it it was never discussed to bring the bag on it was just two friends talking and then me just being you know supportive of uh, what he was doing uh, on it back then he, he encouraged me to you know develop the product and whatever idea my was and then i mean Onyx was growing quick, man. It was just yeah. like, while we're talking, so we partner with this, so we do this, and then that. I mean, just like, you know, this uh, alpha male trainers, you know, remember back then I was, it was just crazy. So, so uh, uh, John at some point told me, hey, man, what do you think about putting your bag to Onyx system? I mean, I'm talking already, like, you know, I was getting excited about, you know, the Onit concept, also the fact that John was making this this company big because you know going to selling supplement also created this environment so beautiful everybody want to be part of it right totally and uh, and then I was like kind of you know surprised in the sense that I never expect 
the product came fitting on it because you know everything was like you know this dude's uh, snatching kettlebell you know and uh, you know all steel pure iron and right. oh, it was just like you know i'm sure like this silly water bag can be a fit there i was thinking more like you know I don't know, man, in my head, what I was thinking about where, I mean, it, it, again, I was not, not sure where to fit the product. Yeah. I just, on, it, on it is like the perfect fit for the hydro bag, actually. Yeah, I mean, thinking now, I mean, after, you know, better discussion and understanding, you know, yes. But back then, sure, I was thinking more like, you know, a James Fonda new <laughs> training right, system. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what are you doing, right? Yeah. So back then, I was also in conversation with them. I'd like it was the same time happening with on it. I had a conversation with uh, Kevin Harrington. It was, it was just one of the shark of shark tank. Ah. Yeah. It was in conversation with him because uh, he, he asked me if I want to put the product uh, on the scene on TV. Mm. So he, he was, he was looking for a product to put in the hand of uh, Kelly Jenner. I don't know if you know Kelly Jenner. The yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, something you know for the demographic age of things. It was a very good conversation, with a very good understanding how to do that. But he also at the same time, John asked me about the on it idea, right? Uh, so I, I mean, I was like really like, what I gotta do, right? You know, I'm see like you know this shark dude, you know, million dollar whatever, right? But then I realized mm, I don't know about that. You know, to pick one, you know, both doesn't work. So uh, I realized that probably the seen on TV product could be a burnout for the product. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, that's what they do, right? They want to sell thousand, you know, million of that in two months, three months. But after that, probably you burn out the product. People don't believe anymore in the product. You know, they lose the credibility, whatever, right? So uh, I was saying, oh, maybe I can have more durability of the product if I go with on it, like, you know, long-term and stand yeah. more and do, you know, uh, uh, have a better, like, a, a market platform. Totally, long- totally. Right? Plus, plus so, education. You got a place to sell it, plus education. Absolutely. You know, and the idea to put on TV was more like, you know, let's sell it. Let's do, like, a DVD. Right, 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 right. Going out to do squat, lunges, and things like that. Uh, I don't know. I was kind of, you know, feeling like, man, I worked so hard with these things and see gone away so quick, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So I decided to go with on it and uh, put in standby the project and maybe build one that it's not like, you know, you cannot adjust the weight. It's just like, you know, a version that is just like a rated water inside. We'll build a program for seniors to put online. That, that is like probably one idea. Probably I will get back with, the, with this dude and see if we can make that happen. You know, uh, but you know, I mean, you have to always get the, the right decision. That's hard. That's hard to do it. When totally. Do it. Everything I had to learn by myself. There was no someone that uh, uh, advised me on yeah. finance or uh, uh, marketing wise or connection. It was just everything happened so organic and so uh, natural. Like the, the way I met this Kevin Harrington guy it was because I met one dude at the gym and this would go back. Be nice to people because you never know. Hundred percent. Right? Met this guy at the gym and he saw me. Oh, back then I was testing the prototype and then he told me I didn't have the handle yet back then. Mm. I had just two jujitsu belt there. And then this guy said, hey, "What's that? I never seen the thing." Uh, and then I told the guy, "Hey, you mind? I work you out for thirty minutes, so kind of give me opportunity to have a feedback, and then you see what it is, right?" Right. So 
cut the dude and uh, he was stoked. He was excited. He never felt like his core so engaged, his breathing, because obviously, you know, he was using the diaphragm better, his posture. He was stoked. And then he, he, when he left, say, man, leave me your email. I want to put in touch with some, uh, someone. And then uh, he, you know, it's just people, you know, you meet people, this exchange contact, you know, in USA, sure. not pretty common. Dude, this is how my, my business in the yeah. last two years yeah. has grown. Yeah. Just by doing the podcast, talking to people, and that one thing yeah. leads to another, and then boom. Yeah, but, you know, what I realized is sometimes, you know, you get too excited here in US when you meet people because they make you, you know, overwhelmed. Of, oh, this is great. This is cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's not thing, you know. That's yeah. just always that, you know. In Italy, we get excited because we get excited. This is right. more polite. Say, oh, this is amazing. This is cool, right? But, uh, you that's know. That's interesting. I never really thought of it like that. I, I get what well, you're saying I, there. I get what you're saying yeah. there. Maybe like a little bit of like a fakeness to how excited you are, even though yeah, yeah. it's just a polite way to go about it. It's interesting. Okay. Yeah, it's something I noticed. In Italy, you don't fucking care. We don't fucking care. <laughs> That's true. It's true. It's true. I, I hate it. I hate it. You know, like you go to the restaurant. If this, the food sucks, we leave and then come back. I'm not polite about telling you. Oh, <laughs> you know, you know, we, we just say, man, this is suck. You know, and then yeah, we leave it. It's true. It's here. You got to like hit them soft. It's part of like this, the soft cancel culture of this next generation that gets criticized. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, I mean, and, and that's something, you know, at the beginning, all this that was like, see, man, people get so excited here. That's so polite, you know. I mean, it looks at <laughs> the, the edge of fakeness, you know what I'm saying? So, I kind of understand more to filter this excitement, you know. Yeah. Don't get excited again, you know. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Great way to put it. So, the guy, the guy called me after two weeks and said, hey, man, I want you to have a conversation with one of my clients. So, first, he put me in touch uh, in a call with the inventor of the perfect push-up. Remember the perfect push-up? Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah. so so he said, oh, this is guy, probably he can give some good advice to you because I saw your passion, this product you want to put on the market, blah, blah. And again, there was no on it conversation back then. And then uh, 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 we organized this call. It was supposed to be one hour call. You end up be like almost three hours call. And this guy mentoring me, he gave me great advice. He told me his story. I invented the perfect push-up. You know, before that, another tool, and he failed. He sold his car, sleeping on the street, you know, things like that. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of you know, related a lot, you know, on that experience. And, you know, all the feedback he gave me was very interesting. And, uh, I mean, it not happened every day. It's, you know, the guy with perfect push-up called you. Right, right. <laughs> things have been used. But, you know, when you use it at the gym, you don't wonder about the struggle, how, you know, came up with the idea. You just see a, you see a product, a product you have around you all the time, right? But, you know, the brain behind, the struggle, the effort, the, yeah. the pretty things that run the freaking product, you just see a, just a knife, need to be designed, need to be developed. It's just so cra crazy world that if you're not into, you don't understand, right? Totally. Yeah, so I get I get I get fascinated with just the thought about it, right? It came from an idea. The idea is metaphysical. You can't measure yeah. that shit. It came from somewhere, and then somebody has to take their drive, their will, their passion, their love, their joy for the thing to make it real. I think that's so fascinating. I think about that shit all the time. Well, my, my school was Shark Tank, the TV show. Yeah, <laughs> you know? is that how you learn English so well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you speak you speak flawless in English, man. Thank now, the way I learned English is pretty fun because when I was 18, I went to, to visit my aunt in Florida, uh -huh. Coco. 
uh. and stay with her like three months. You know, I learned English watching Colombo. You know, Colombo, <laughs> the detective, and I've heard yeah. most of yeah. who is it? And crowd don't know is it Peter Falk. So I was watching Colombo learning the English. That's look. good. But it was good. But you know, going back to this uh, Shark Tank show, man, really, you know, how much I learned from the freaking TV show is unbelievable. I mean, 100%. It's just, and also you kind of, you know, sense it there, you know, the struggle of people, how, you know, they want to put up there, they're looking for investors and things like that. Yeah. So that probably realized that having a business partner was the best idea because, you know, I mean, you can, you can build a product, you know, you can make a prototype, okay, chunk of money, you know, you can uh, possibly put on the market. But uh, what if the product, what, that's a, the mistake people do when they put something on the market is uh, don't think like, you know, this will be the best tool in the world. Every person on the planet need this product. They don't think like that. If you start thinking like that, you start understanding, man, and what if really going to be like that? I'm screwed because I don't have money to supply more. I don't have money to inventory and storage and, you know, things like that. You're screwed. Both ways you're screwed. <laughs> if you think mm. about it, yeah. you're, not so you're screwed, but you, what do you have to lose? You know, okay, you can start over at any time. But you, if you go well, you lose your reputation. Imagine if like, you know, 100,000 people ordering worldwide, you don't have the product. And they have to wait 10 months because you need like, you That's know. That's it. Forget about it. They forget you. Well, yeah, you're done. You know, you lose, destroy your reputation because you're too successful and you didn't expect that. So you have to think in this perspective that anything you do in life, you want to think, money is not an issue. You don't have to think about the money. You don't have to think about, I have the money or don't have the money. You have to think about, I have to make this happen, you know? And you know, uh -huh. you have to believe in yourself. And, and uh, this tool, really, any person need this freaking tool. You have to convince them that, you know, this per person need this tool, you know? And you know, marketing is important especially in the U.S. Back then, we used to sell uh, ties uh, or things door-to-door. -to -door. Now, I mean, is there any problem? I mean, why is better the Bulgarian bag? Why is it better the sandbag? Why is better of this, right? You know, without, you know, uh, I don't want, like, you know, people think that like, Bulgarian bag is bad or sandbag is bad. You know, they're great all, you know. But obviously, you want to give people different opportunity to work out and to uh, be more time-effective. You know, this was all about today. Time effective. Yeah, especially you know. in today's day and age, work from home, something a little bit more restorative. Absolutely. I think that's really important. And, and I think in order for you to optimize and, and really listen to your inner self, like we need to bring it back some more. I think too many of us are overworked. Maybe we're, you know, doing too much in the office, out of the office, business, sales, money. Maybe it's too much exercise, too much running, too much heavy lifting to bring it back, to do flow training, to do uh, breath work and, and to train the nervous system and, and to bring that down, I think is, is really what I want to try to hit home with my niche, right? Danny Cola Fitness is a holistic fitness brand. My gym, my gym that I'm opening up in, in Chicago is a holistic fitness. It's, it's looking at things from, you know, not just the movement, but nutrition, the sleep, the, the resting, the thinking, what type of thoughts are you surrounding yourself with? Are you telling yourself you're able, that you're capable, that you're able to uh, heal from within? Because I think we all are capable of that. And the hydro core, bro, and what you're doing, I think is something that's going to help people learn this type of protocol. And I'm, and I'm looking to teach it and try to be as effective as I possibly can communicating this information. And um, I think your information today was fantastic. So I thank you so much for doing the show today, bro.
<laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, again, you know, I'm a, you know, we learned a lot of stuff during this pandemic lockdown and things like that. And, yeah. and, you know, my type of workout will always be like, you know, the right tool, how much time I have. That's what it is. You know, I don't I mean, say, okay, you know, I want to lift barbell. It's unrealistic. I, I want to go to the gym and lift barbell, but, you know, I don't have the time. I don't have the barbell around. What the fuck are you doing? Oh, I don't do that. No, man, you have to kind of adapt and redesign, you know, your habits or life around, you know, the tool you have, the information you have. I think there's not enough information about using tool. If people start, I mean, that's the cool things. The hydrocore workshop I online, or the two I did here in San Diego, man, they were just normal people. They were like few trainers and normal people. They just want to learn how to train and work out. And now they just my client online. And what we're doing, they get right away, man, because, you know, they have those information. When I say, oh, I to do this, this, and that. They know the cues. They know what they have to do. Bang, going to work out. They really, I'm there like a, an accessory. I'm not like, you know, oh, right. do that prep do this no just like give it the right cue and they get it what you have to do that's what it's supposed to do the fitness industry less trainer standing and counting rep but more educating the client i mean that's what i did you know for my entire career as a fitness trainer a very good speech at the beginning with my clients say man i'm not here to count your freaking rap okay and you're not here to listen to music or you know looking girls asses no you're here to work out you to listen and stand and learn you know every time we go to the next level because you had enough information to go to the next level but we never go to the next level you're gonna be always doing like these freaking curls you know stupid shit. you know really you need me you don't need me for this shit, man it's true so they don't focus anymore when i have this kind of a conversation and they you know Kind of give them challenge to do time to time. They don't focus anymore. Like you know, obviously everybody coming to the gym. Oh, I want to lose fat here. I want to look better here. They don't fucking care anymore. When they see they start moving better, they feel strong. They see that workout is more time effective, and they see the benefit of the amount of time they have more available. They're spending at the gym three hours on the just waiting to lifting and things like that. It, everything go down to 30 minutes, 45 minutes, and say, oh, man, I have better life, more time for my family, and then less just going to the gym and spend hours and hours there. I mean, when I go to the gym, I mean, I like lifting. Don't get me wrong. You know, I go there. I do, like, the main shit. Get my kabuki bar, bam, 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 pump it out. And then I go more, more effective time using the bag or use the kettlebell, use other things, body weight stuff. You know, I don't stay there hours, you know, isolating muscles. Yeah. It doesn't work anymore. Probably back then, I don't know, really. And look how good you look. I'm sure people can see that right there. Boom, jacked as fuck, doing the calisthenics and doing different types of movements, not isolating muscles. That's a beautiful way you said that. Great. I move better, you know. I don't feel discomfort that I used to have. That's for the matter to me. You know, durability yeah. is more. Yeah, I agree, man. I've never felt and moved better in my life than I do at 32. You know, from, you know, in my 20s, I was a sloppy mover, eating shitty, not the best protocols when it comes to mobility and decompression or icing or any of the recovery tactics. But now I swear to God, I feel so much better. And it's thanks to guys like you. It's thanks to other, you know, guys like John Wolf, everyone who I've talked to that's part of the On It program, Shane Hines, John Wolf, you know, uh, Eric Leha, uh, Juan Leha, learning from guys like you, man, it's it's been uh, an 
awesome thing. And it's, it's made me a better coach. It's made me a better business person. Uh, and for that, I'm grateful, man. Yeah, I'm grateful. I'm great that, you know, uh, can uh, people like me and uh, people you mentioned, amazing people can impact your life. You can make you understand totally. better. I wish I like 20, 30 years ago, a person like you, a trainer like you, tell me, man, move like this, do this, listen to me. In 20 years, you're going to feel better, right? I mean, I wish, you know, I mean, there's a guy that, you know, he's a young kid, 20 years, 28 years old, a trainer, the gym where I go, uh, I use the, the, I have the bag there and uh, he saw me training, he started joining me, asked me like, you know, the mace, asked me about the club ball and things like that. Now he trained with me every time at the gym, man. And this dude is big, jacked, he's huge. I mean, his biceps and things like that. Now he realized how, Battery fill. I'm oh, yeah. better. Ooh, say, man, this is probably the best shape in my life. I eat it, competition and things like that. Say, I'm not worried about it anymore, but eating and this and that. Say, just you know, come in. I do my shit with the clavel. I feel big. I feel huge. I feel amazing. You know, oh, sure. grip strength. You know, we train grip strength on a daily basis. It's hundred percent. Most important thing ever. For sure. Yeah. For sure, grip and like neurological function, like they're tied. They're tied to one another. So you start losing grip. It's tied to neurons starting to kind of dis disengage, and it's very important to to make that connection, establish. Oh, hey, I'm grabbing something. Let's 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 challenge it a little bit more. Let's increase that. But, dude, Maurizio, this has been a fantastic conversation. I have one more session that I got to do, so I gotta I gotta run. But let's okay. uh, let's do this again in the future, man. I really had a good time talking to you. And if there's any way I could ever add value to you in the Hydro Court, please let me know. Uh, I love teaching and, and your product. Hello? is really high yeah. level so if there's any way i can add value to yeah. you let me know my next uh, online workshop i don't know when but i'll let you know if you're available i would know. love to come and check it out and learn a little bit more yeah <laughs> awesome man yeah. all right dude have a great rest of the day thank you so much for your time and i'll make sure to get this to you uh when it's done and, and edited all right buddy absolutely awesome man thank you i appreciate your time absolutely this was so much fun take care have a good rest of the day and that was the podcast thank you so much for tuning in if you're interested in learning more about the HydroCore, check out the HydroCore bag at onnit.com. That's O-N-N-I-T.com. And make sure to use promo code DannyCola to get 10% off uh, your order of the Hydro bag. Again, check out Maurizio's Instagram at unconventional.republic and check out the latest HydroCore flows on Instagram at hydro.core. Thank you again for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a five-star rating and a quick review of some of your biggest takeaways. And as always, share this podcast with someone that you love or who would find value from the show. Let's connect on Instagram at Danny Cola Fitness. And in the show notes, there will be a link so that you could check out my website and subscribe to my Optimize Your Wellness three-part video series. Really appreciate all the love, everybody. And again, let's connect soon. Hope all is well. Take care, everybody. Goodbye.